everyone, Bob WP, and we are back for another edition of Do the Woo. I'm joined by my exquisite guest, Brad, who survived WordCamp Miami, Williams. I'm back. I got a little <laughs> bit of sun. I, uh, you know, I was in the sun for like a minute and I got sunburned. So it's definitely, I'm definitely not used to it this time of year. <laughs> But another another great word camp Miami. We missed you there, Bob. Yeah, I saw you. I'm doing a lot of camping on the boat and in the golf course too, so that was good. Yeah, you know, you know how word camp. <laughs> I mean, if I'm going down to sunny Miami, like I gotta I gotta get a little bit of recreational time in, right? So yeah, I played some golf. Was out on a boat a little bit, looking at the mansions that I'll never be able to afford. And uh, <laughs> uh, spent Saturday at word camp Miami. Had a great time. Saw some presentations. But you know how you know how I like to do it is a lot more just networking and seeing friends and meeting new friends. So. A lot of time just spent hanging out with people in the hallway and, and talking, you know, which is cool. which is really how I, uh, I like to do WordCamps. So, yeah, always a great event. Had a good time. Good deal. All right. Well, we have a uh, special guest, very cool guest. But before we even get into that, I just want to quickly thank our sponsors. Uh, we have WooCommerce as our community sponsor. Of course, you know where WooCommerce is over on WooCommerce.com and all, all that good wooness going on over there. Um, way more than you will even be able to handle between the blog and the marketplace and everything. So check out WooCommerce. FooEvents.com is a sponsor as well. Powerful event and ticket functionality to your WooCommerce site. And WP SiteSync is our new sponsor. They let you easily push new products and other content from your staging or local install to your live WooCommerce store. I'll be telling you more about those later in the show, but let's get right into it. We have Julia Amosovo. I'm hoping I did that last name very well. How are you doing, Julia? Hi, Bob. Hi, Brett. Hi, everyone. Uh, Bob, you did it perfectly. Thanks so much. Uh, I'm doing great. It's a nice afternoon here in New York City. Uh, thanks so much for inviting me. I'm really excited to be here. Now, Julie, your title is, I'm going to have you introduce yourself, but I had your official title as Software Quality Engineer at Automatic. And I'm sure, you know, that's there's a lot to that particular title. But before we get into the topic, why don't we hear a little bit about what you do over at Woo? Sure. Um I'm Julia, as you already introduced myself, and I'm a software quality engineer at Automatic Indeed. I've been with the company for almost four years, and I've been working on the WooCommerce division the entire time. I started as a technical support engineer and transitioned into software quality engineer role just a bit over a year ago. And today I am a member of WooCommerce core team, which is our platform team, so to speak. And we mainly work on, you know, improving performance and stability of WooCommerce. And our team also is the team that's responsible for releasing and testing WooCommerce. And uh, in my day-to-day work, I mainly focus on making sure that our users can update WooCommerce without any issues. And I do that through various testing efforts and testing processes that we have in place, which I am going to talk about uh, in this episode today. Cool. Now, before we get into all that testing, I know there's a lot around that. And next week, we're probably going to be talking a little bit more about WooCommerce 4.0, because by then it will have come out. Can you just give us a 
Oh, your synopsis of what we were expecting. I know we touched on it a bit, but it's nice to reiterate all that good stuff coming. Sure. Yes, I'm happy to do that. Uh, so next week, as you mentioned, Bob, uh, we have planned to release WooCommerce 4.0, which is a major release. And it's planned to be released currently on Tuesday, March 10th, uh, which is about a week away. And it will include main uh, three features, uh, three main new features uh, in that release. Uh, the first and the major one being uh, WooCommerce Admin, which used to be a feature plugin and currently is still a feature plugin, but it's now going to be a part of Core. We're very excited about that. It's going to, we're hoping it's going to bring a new experience, new improved experience um, of how merchants manage their orders and work with their products. Uh, it brings a lot of um, new analytic, uh, analytics reporting uh, tools uh, to merchants. And, uh, and so the next feature, uh, which is sort of new and not new, is the new onboarding experience. And uh, if you've been following along in 3.9 version, we actually already included new onboarding experience, um, which basically is sort of like a setup wizard of how uh, there, is, there is being presented to customers, to new customers, when they're just about to start working with WooCommerce but it's a completely new redesign experience. And so in 3.9, it was only enabled to 10% of the users. And then 4.0, it's going to be enabled to 50% of the users. So we kind of sort of learned from 3.9, we had our first iteration, and now we're moving on to you know, broader coverage for that, for that feature. And finally, the third feature that's going to be included in WooCommerce 4.0 is uh, Action Scheduler version 3.0. It's a really big improvement. It's not really visible to you know, everyday user WooCommerce, but it's, uh, it's something that's responsible for time-based actions that are happening on the sides. Um, so for example, subscription renewals that are sort of scheduled in advance or emails that's supposed to be sent out on different actions that a user is making on the site. And so this kind of functionality is powered by Action Scheduler and there is a brand new uh, way so, so to speak, um, these actions are now going to be scheduled moving forward, which increases the performance of the store tremendously. And uh, probably will not go into details um, of how it works, but if somebody's interested, uh, we have a blog, which is at woocommerce.wordpress.com, and you can search there for Action Scheduler. You know, you can see more details of how it works. We published a couple of blogs on that, on that end. You know, the, the onboarding uh, piece, hey, you mentioned 3.9, um, some of the updates were only for 10% of the users, I think you said, and then in this release, it'll be more like 50%. I actually didn't realize WooCommerce um, does that. That's fascinating that um, you're able to roll out uh, a new feature, an enhanced feature in this case, um, to a small subset of users, gather feedback, I'm assuming, you know, um, and help craft that feature uh, a little bit better for the broader use once it rolls out. Um, and maybe this is part of kind of, we get into the discussion around testing and things, but um, I'd love to hear a little bit more about that. Cause I think that's actually a really smart approach, um, especially for something as important as like the onboarding piece to get people comfortable with setting up and using WooCommerce. Sure. Yes. It's uh, it's pretty easy for us to do on our end. It's pretty much just a value that, you know, of course we built it that way, but it's something that's easy for us to turn on to, 
certain amount of people and you know increases uh, increases amount of people in the next release and so forth but uh, you're absolutely right, Brett. Uh, we did it sort of like we first rolled it out to a certain amount of people just to kind of test it out to see how it goes, not in terms of looking for bugs, because, you know, we obviously did testing before we've included in 3.9, but just to kind of gauge the interest of, you know, what are our users, because we constantly learn about our users and, you know, that our user base is changing from time to time. So we'd like to know that. Uh, what kind of stores they run, um, you know, how many products uh, they have on the side, how many orders they process, uh, what kind of themes they use on the side and so forth. And so based on this uh, information that we can, you know, get from it, uh, we tailor our experience further. And it's been a great iteration so far, and uh, which allowed us to now increase it to 50%. And uh, I don't know exactly when are we going to turn it on completely to everyone, but 50% is a good uh, amount already and really excited about, you know, what's coming next and what we can learn from it. Yeah, and I just wanted to let everyone know if you hear a little background noise while Julie is talking, um, the, the construction people next door were watching her through the window and waiting <laughs> till she got online. And they said, okay, let's start running the machinery. And um, I, yeah, Always. so I'm still... So if you wonder if that's what what that noise is, it's a little ambience of uh, real life in New York City, living next to construction. So um, we'll just uh, continue on with that. See, I thought it was the team testing uh, WooCommerce 4.0, <laughs> you know, in the room next door. I, I just assume that's what it sounds like. <laughs> that sounds about right. We're hard at work. <laughs> yeah. Hard at work. Well, let's dive into this testing. I mean, you know, we you tell everybody, yeah, get out there and test. But I imagine all the testing that goes on on your end, and sometimes I'm guessing a lot of people don't even know the extent of that. So let's kind of walk through some of that um, as far as, you know, the releases. Uh, I know you wanted to kind of start out with automated testing. Why don't you touch on that? Sure. Um, so before we even move on to automatic testing, I feel like it's important for me to mention a little bit about how often do we release WooCommerce and some changes we made around that because it sort of directly impacts how we do testing. So since about middle of last year, 2019, we decided that we're going to switch from feature-based WooCommerce releases to time-based so basically, we no longer wait for a certain feature to be built in order to make a release. And instead, we just decided that we're going to do a two-month-based um, release train. And we're going to release WooCommerce every two months, no matter of the state of the feature. So we're basically just going to include whatever stable version of the feature that we want to include, if we want to include it, plus the bug fixes. And that's brought a lot of great improvements that we can already see today. Uh, if you've been following, you probably noticed that 3.7, 3.8, 3.9 releases were relatively stable. At least that's how we, um, that's how we measured them ourselves. And uh, that's partially uh, due to the fact that the releases are now much smaller and include less features. And of course, it's much easier to test and much easier to manage. And so we continue, uh, we plan to continue with the same sort of release train of every two months uh, throughout 2020. And at this point, we already have a schedule of releases for the rest of the year. 
And uh, of course, it makes it so much easier to, you know, to test and plan in advance, know exactly what happens. We can plan around events and, you know, all the other things that go into kind of like day-to-day work. And uh, yeah, it's been a really great uh, change for us that we are happy with and we're happy to continue doing the same. And so it's two months release, but uh, we have this so-called pre-release process. And basically what it means is that we, we release beta version of WooCommerce four weeks before the official release. And so we have these four weeks basically to test WooCommerce. And so if you look at one year uh, period of time, if we release every two months, it basically means that we constantly test WooCommerce for about six months per year. So it's some kind of testing happens every other day, basically, pretty much. Um, which again gives us much more confidence into, you know, release going into release, which I'm going to move forward to actual testing soon. But, uh, I thought it's going to be, uh, I thought it was going to be, uh, important to, to mention that, uh, that fact that we release now every two months, uh, with the four weeks per release process. Yeah, I love the predictability of that from, you know, our standpoint, being an agency, we're obviously building sites with WooCommerce, but we support a lot of um, existing sites. So having predictability around when, you know, new software is coming, you know, we can plan ahead, we can work with our clients to plan ahead. So we they know like, hey, this is coming on this date, this is when beta, this is when release candidate, because usually we start testing, um, you know, thoroughly testing with our client sites around release candidate stage. Mm-hmm. So having that predictability versus years past when you just, well, WooCommerce or even WordPress, you never quite knew when something was coming and it would just very rapidly get released um, when, when they felt it was ready. So I think that predictability, especially as something as crucial as a software powering your online store, um, is a is a brilliant idea. And I, and I love it. Indeed, indeed, I'm I'm very happy to hear that. Uh, and of course, we also had in mind all the developers and theme developers out there in the community who rely on core releases. And I'm happy to hear that. You know, I'm happy to hear positive feedback towards moving. Um, you know, towards this time-based releases. And uh, yes, like I mentioned, it's very helpful uh, for us as well uh, in terms of planning. And so we can finally move on to the actual testing, right? So with WooCommerce being uh, such a complex ecosystem with so many various moving parts, it's, it's really not that easy to test, right? Because there are so many different hosting environments available, so many different combinations of plugins that people can use, different WordPress versions, different PHP versions, different themes, and you know, you name it. You you will know you know yourself that it's it's quite uh, it could be quite different experience for different people. This episode is brought to you by WP Sites Inc. Think about this: How many times do you have to update your content on your WooCommerce site? Or maybe you're creating new products. It could be five or a hundred new products or just about any content you can think of. Now this is often done live, unfortunately, or you choose to put your site under maintenance, do your thing, and then bring it back up. Well, with WP Site Sync and the newly integrated WooCommerce add-on, you are now able to synchronize WooCommerce pages and posts between your WordPress sites. This allows you to create those new products or pages or posts, do your testing to make sure all runs smoothly. 
then simply push it to your live site with one simple click. The product information that will easily sync over includes taxonomies, product images, image galleries, tax settings, shipping classes, and pricing, just to mention a few. And you can be rest assured that new customers, sales information, product reviews, and other data in your WooCommerce store will not be overwritten. WP Site Sync supports both short codes and Gutenberg blocks, so no worries there. I'm guessing you're already thinking about the time and the lost revenue that you'll be saving. And heck, I've tested it myself and can vouch for its ease of use. So head on over to WPSiteSync.com and learn more about their WooCommerce integration. And now back to our conversation. And so we have this uh, list of different testing practices, and I'll start with automated testing. So I suppose I should uh, first mention that there are two kind of main categories of testing that are sort of known in the industry, which is being manual testing and automated testing. So manual testing is um, something that requires uh, a human uh, time and effort to go into software and perform uh, physical actions of testing software, whereas the automated testing is done through automation, right? And so there is an automation tool uh, available to do all kinds of automated testing, which means less time spent on manual testing. And our overall goal, of course, is to try to automate testing as much as possible uh, and only leave manual testing to things that cannot be automated. And so when it comes to, uh, to automated testing, uh, we adopted a so-called testing pyramid, um, which is an industry standard these days. It was created by Mike Kohn. He was a contributor to Scrum software development method. And I'm not going to go into details what it is. You can, you know, if interested, Google what testing pyramid looks like. But in a nutshell, it's basically in the bottom of it, it's a triangle. And the bottom of the triangle is unit testing. And uh, at the top of the triangle is the UI testing and integration and API testing in between. And basically, the higher you go up in the triangle, the less testing you should have. And so basically, the majority of testing should be done through unit testing, and uh, less testing should be done on the UI side of things. And uh, this is sort of the, the, the model that we use for automated testing. And um, now, when it comes to unit testing, we currently have, um, there is a way to measure code coverage when it comes to unit testing. And so for WooCommerce right now, it's 34%. Uh, it's not ideal. Ideally, you know, we would like to have it uh, more than that, but it's what we have right now. And we've been focusing on making sure that as we develop WooCommerce further, uh, we add more unit tests, uh, at least for new features and whatever there is a, you know, a need for a unit test. Um, for any existing features, the developer should ideally uh, write this test. And our team was very cautious about this lately and moving forward to make sure this is done. And unit tests are basically tests that something is calculated correctly. Um, so sort of like a core functionality or some functions that work correctly. And uh, we have this test running on every PR. So whenever somebody submits a pull request to WooCommerce Core Repository, these tests are being run. And so that gives 
you know, confidence to the developer and to be our reviewer that nothing is broken, uh, you know, with this change, with this pull request. And uh, we also have this unit test running when a PR is being merged to master, which is a master branch on WooCommerce core repository, which is basically like a project. And uh, the same test being run, again, very fine that nothing is broken. Of course, the goal is to make sure that we always see the green light when it comes to unit testing on um, merge to the master. And another type of automated testing that I wanted to cover is something that we call, oh, that's called uh, end-to-end testing. And end-to-end testing is an important part of ensuring WooCommerce is working correctly and, you know, changes don't break anything. And basically what it does is automates manual process of going through all the different customer facing and admin facing pages, performing actions on those pages. So basically once you start the end-to-end test, uh, there are different ways how you can start it, but one of them, you can actually visualize it and you can see on the screen, a browser open up, opening up and the mouse starts moving, uh, you know, from the login to moving to create a new product uh, moving forward to the site and placing it to cart and doing checkout. And so, you know, we write this test as sort of like a script um, to test the manual, um, sorry, to replace basically manual testing. And of course, it saves a lot of time and brings a lot of confidence uh, when we release something or we need to test something. And uh, the same type of testing or the same type of tests uh, runs again on every pull request that developer submits to uh, WooCommerce Core. And again, the same type of tests are being run when this pull request being merged to master, same logic applies. We want to see all the greens, all the greens and, you know, means we're happy. Um, and uh, yes, that's about, you know, different types of testing that we have when it comes to automation. I also want to touch base on the work that we recently done around end-to-end testing in order to improve uh, test suite from what we used to have before. Uh, we introduced a new framework called Puppeteer. It's, uh, it was developed by Google in 2017, and it's sort of proved to be uh, a, better, um, a better tool to Selenium WebDriver if you know, you or some of our listeners familiar with automated testing. Uh, Selenium WebDriver is a very popular framework uh, for using and writing, for using, uh, that is being used to write end-to-end tests. And we used to have that before, but we decided to migrate our end-to-end test suite to Puppeteer as it proved to be more stable and easy to maintain. And uh, another, but the main reason why we also uh, transitioned into Puppeteer is because the Gutenberg project also uses the same tool for writing the end-to-end test suites. And followed by Gutenberg, the WordPress core also uh, adopted the same tool. And so we wanted to be a part of, you know, sort of a broader, bigger ecosystem with this tool because it allows for reusing some work that they did on their end, for example, some packages that they released for writing end-to-end tests or even setting up 
end-to-end testing infrastructure, both locally and, uh, you know, on Travis, for example, we use Travis uh, CI for our GitHub continued integrate, continuous integration. And so it's very helpful when everyone in, in the same sort of ecosystem uses the same tools and we decided to take advantage of that. And so we went through this process of migration and it's now completed. And we have this end-to-end test being run in core as of today, uh, since uh, December of last year. And we encourage everyone, you know, to give it a try. Uh, there is a documentation available in our repository in, in the tests folder. You will be able to find it. And something that we're also working on is the list of flows that we want to automate because Right now, we only have very few flows that we're automating when it comes to testing with end-to-end tests. And so we're working on this list of um, flows that we want to automate, and we're going to publish it soon. And so everyone who is passionate about testing and wants to start, you know, maybe doesn't know how to start contribute to WooCommerce core, this is a really great way to do that. And uh, we'll have, of course, the documentation available on how to get started and how to start contributing through writing and to test. That's uh, that's great. I love um, it's a it's it's a super geeky topic that I love because it's something that um, you know I remember back. This has been years now, but back when WordPress core started integrating unit testing um, and really kind of promoting the benefit of of getting those unit tests into core. And now I believe, and it has been for a long time, um, and I would imagine WooCommerce is probably similar, that when a new piece of functionality is introduced, that unit testing is a requirement before it will be um, merged into core. And I believe, I would assume WooCommerce is probably the same, right? So everything new going into the core of the software has unit tests. Um, And if you're not familiar with unit tests, it's a very basic test around functionality and what people can expect. So... If you have a function that's supposed to return an integer, the unit test just checks to make sure the function returns an integer, right? It's, so it's it's really meant to test one single thing um, very clearly. So it just makes sure like what you're shipping isn't breaking. But um, it's great to hear how thorough the testing is, you know, unit testing, end-to-end testing. I'm curious, do you do any like visual regression testing? I know that's one that's big with our clients. So we do an update. Um, there's a lot of automated tools that you can use to essentially look at you know, snapshot your website before the update, snapshot your website after the update and compare and look for anything that's different, which a lot of times will indicate there's a problem. Um, is there any any visual regression testing done on your side? Uh, we definitely did look at some of the tools available. There are many tools. And basically, as you explained, they uh, they they all work sort of similar. Uh, the first, uh, the tool, basically, when you run it, it takes screenshots of the existing condition of the site or sort of like a baseline of what you want to test. And then on the second run, a day or two days later, a week later, whatever you set it up, it takes another round of screenshots and then, you know, you can compare and take action based on what you see. Um, We did look at it, but we didn't think that it was something that was a priority for us or something that we could actually really test uh, in WooCommerce. Because, uh, so for example, in my opinion, uh, when it comes to WooCommerce.com, um, where we have, let's say it's our website, right? Where we sell uh, extensions. It's a really great candidate for this kind of testing because 
for example, how the pages are rendered, for example, let's say product page that we, you know, a product that we are, have available on WooCommerce.com, it renders and uh, it's something that is good to, ch to check whether it renders correctly every day or, you know, every once so often. And when it comes to WooCommerce, for example, admin pages, it it is a little bit more of, um, I would say, I, I don't find it um, very useful at the moment, or I didn't find a good use case for it. And uh, we have other tools with which we test, um, you know, WordPress uh, or WooCommerce admin, for example. Mainly because even though you can exclude some of the areas to test, uh, but still different plugins, they add different functionalities, sometimes different fields, different notices. So it's very changing, basically, both uh, backend and frontend of WooCommerce. Or I'm talking about WooCommerce core, right, on the side. And because it's so changing so often, it's it's going to be very hard, I think, to test. But where is something that is more static, like a page on WooCommerce.com, like I mentioned, it's a better case, in my opinion, which is why we haven't implemented anything yet. But we definitely did look at it at some point. Yeah, it's interesting. I do, I do think it definitely lends itself more to the the customization side, where people are you know building their own themes or customizations. Um, obviously, if something on the back end were to get a little bit um, out of whack, it's less critical than something on the front end that your customer could potentially see, or maybe even prevent them from ordering. You know, which would be worst case scenario. But um, I, I think this is a, a lot of the the testing and stuff. I think you know we spend a lot of time kind of educating our clients around it because it's not something people think about. It's purely under the hood. Um, and, uh, and, and by and large, it's a bit of a hard sell if I'm being honest, because we're trying to uh, pitch it as this is something that will ultimately save you time and money. Um, but it's something you'll never actually know is going on. And if everything's working perfectly, you'll never even care, but you know what I mean? So it's a bit of a hard sell, but the, the fact that we're seeing this in commerce and WordPress and a lot of other, um, open source projects and people talking about it is is doing great from the education standpoint because I do believe it's it's beneficial. I do believe it will save people time and money and headaches across the board um, to set up as much automated testing as possible, and that way you can identify there's a problem before anybody else does, especially your customers. Um, so it's a really interesting topic and one I always kind of urge our clients to to take seriously and one that we can kind of educate them on and talk about the you know the best the best tests and, and services based on whatever their site is or doing but um yeah really cool to hear and i think it also just understanding the amount of um <clears throat> automation even manual testing that's going on at woocommerce should give people comfort and peace of mind that um you know these releases are coming out in a pretty solid state right they're not it's not two people just kind of poking at it and crossing their fingers it's like a team it's a a, a a you know a lot of different services and scripts and whatever they're doing the automated testing like it's been thoroughly tested before you know, that, that final release is coming out the door. So, and I didn't even know, you know, WooCommerce is doing half the stuff you just mentioned, which is, which is really interesting. And, you know, I, I'm sure there's some topics and posts about it around, but I think it does give people comfort to know that all, again, all the things happening under the hood that you don't know, because it's not visual. Most people that aren't technical would never know. This episode is brought to you by Foo Events. If you sell any kind of ticketing online and you're using WooCommerce, you may have discovered that it doesn't have a very intuitive approach to seamless ticket sales. I know, I've been there myself. 
Foo Events brings more power to your ticketing process. It's really easy to set up and you never have to worry about third-party fees again. Not only can you sell tickets, but managing them is really slick. And best of all, they have a growing number of extensions to fit any need you may have. There are no worries to the amount of tickets you can send. And for the convenience of your attendees, and to help you keep track of the event even better, it has a free mobile check-in. Managing your attendees and events goes smoother with custom event reports and ticket inventory. And you can export your attendees for additional communication that you may need to send to them. Or heck, you could even build your list. And your attendees can be rest assured that the data remains safe and private. Whether it's concerts, school functions, fundraisers, conferences, or any number of events that you sell tickets to, Foo Events has you covered. And they have a really sweet offer for you, our listener. Simply go to fooevents.com forward slash do the woo and get the Foo Events for WooCommerce plugin. This is a premium plugin for an entire year. Free, no strings attached. This offer is limited, so head on over to fooevents.com forward slash do the woo. And now back to our podcast. Definitely, definitely. It's it's actually our goal, like I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, is to make sure that uh, our users, our customers, developers are confident in updating WooCommerce when it comes around. And, you know, I'm happy to share about share and talk about our testing practices today uh, to hopefully give this a little bit extra confidence to our users. And also, um, I only just started on this topic, right? So there is a whole list of other things that we do aside from automated testing. This was just sort of, you know, how we do it. But I also want to speak a little bit more about um, some of the other parts or some of the other practices that we have, which hopefully make make everyone even more conf- confident and comfortable upgrading. Um, so something that I wanted to touch on is uh, how we do extensions uh, compatibility testing. Because obviously when we think about uh, testing WooCommerce, we're not only thinking about core because the experience of working with WooCommerce site is not just about core, right? Usually people have a bunch of plugins installed and a lot of extensions and whatnot. And while we cannot test everything um, out there, we can test some of the things. And um, so, for example, on our WooCommerce.com uh, marketplace, we currently have just a bit over 400 uh, extensions that are available, both free and paid. And uh, I would say roughly around 100 are developed within Automatic and about 300 of them uh, developed by third-party developers who have, you know, the extensions available on the marketplace. And so... In order for us to test it, we obviously can test everything manually, right? And it's sort of like up to each plugin developer out there to make sure they have testing practices and processes in place uh, in their own project. But what we do have is a script um, that we uh, that we developed uh, in Automatic. And basically, we run this script against all of the extensions. So, for example, we want to test WooCommerce 4.0 against all of the extensions in our marketplace, 400 extensions. And it, it checks the compatibility on a cold level. 
And so when the script runs, it's relatively fast. It gives us back the results of whether there are any deprecated functions, any notices, fatal errors, warnings, and so forth. And that you know applies both to in-house developed extensions and all the other extensions that we have on the marketplace. Um, and uh, it's a, it's a really it proved to be a really great tool because. Uh, it immediately gives us results and we also can contact that developer, that's a developer and we've been contacting developers, whatever we saw there was, there was an issue uh, with an extension and that including, you know, marketplace developers. So we do the same, not just for the extensions that we developed in house, but for others as well. And uh, sometimes, um, sometimes though this script uh, can check code compatibility, but not visual compatibility, so to say, right? So some of the UI things may be off sometimes. So for the case, in the case of, of WooCommerce 4.0 release, for example, we um, also ask our uh, technical support engineers team to help us test. And so we picked some of the plugins uh, that we find popular and important to be tested based on the new features coming. And actually also aside from uh, aside from this code check script that I mentioned, they also go over kind of like a base functionality to make sure nothing is broken in the UI side of things. And uh, uh, which also I think is a great thing to do. We don't do it for every release. I mean, the manual testing, but we do for some where we think is important. And we constantly think of, you know, the ways to automate that because manual testing takes time. And that seems like that's a benefit for to have your extension on the WooCommerce marketplace. I mean, it doesn't solve everything, but if you are a third-party developer, you do have that added uh, coverage as far as when updates are going to happen versus, you know, not even getting a warning or sending out and saying, hey, you know, we see something going on here. So so that that's kind of a little benefit that they get being on the marketplace. Definitely, definitely. And we have several channels through which we communicate uh, with our marketplace developers. Some of them are public, uh, I mean, public to all the marketplace developers, some private. But in general, yes, we always try to keep uh, our marketplace developers updated on, on these kind of things. And, you know, we do have certain announcements for them and sort of advance heads up on certain things. So, uh, we try to work and collaborate with them and work with them as a team, basically, because we're all in it together, right? So uh, it's important for us that we do that. I was just going to say, yeah, that sounds like a big task. You know, I always look at stores like this and marketplaces and, you know, 400 extensions, 300 being, you know, third party um, is a significant amount. But then I look at the scale of things like imagine the iOS store, the app store you know, how many apps are out there? Millions. And they have some type of a vetting and approval and testing process as well. So um, it's, it's, uh, yeah, I, I think it's a great point, Bob. That is a nice extra layer um, if you are in the, in the official marketplace. Um, but obviously you need to have your own processes in place to test before you just, re you know, release something for a new version. Indeed. Indeed. Definitely. So do you want to um, move on? I know that we got a few other things here and mm -hmm. uh, um, testing on, real user site as far as, you know, how you kind of go about that. Sure. That's something how testing on real user sites is actually something how Bob and I sort of connected that led to this podcast recording today. Um, 
So yes, we have this program called Artisanal Upgrades that we offer to our users. And it's basically uh, a wide glove service um, that we provide uh, leading up to the release uh, to customers where uh, some of our team members test the upgrade on the user site. And so we do this type of testing at the same time that we test, you know, everything else as I already mentioned. And we look for these uh, users through different channels, one of them being um, the sign-up link that we include in our monthly What's New with WooCommerce um, mail out. I also share this link to the sign-up uh, form in WooCommerce community Slack channel. And also since recently, Bob, thank you so much, uh, Bob is now sharing this on his newsletters, and I have already seen uh, the results that actually you're sharing brought. So thank you very much for doing that. Really appreciate it. And um, so, yes, this, this type of testing is done by our testing guild. We, we do have a testing guild that consists of our testing, um, sorry, technical support engineers who are passionate about testing. And we can ask this group of people uh, to test upgrades for us, whatever, you know, whenever we need it. And uh, they perform upgrades on, on the staging side of the user. So they work individually with every user once we get the, once we get the interest in, in testing. And they, from that point on, they work individually with every customer. And we usually ask for a staging site, which is a copy of the real site. So something that is good to mention, we spoke a lot about testing. Always, always, we are testing on the staging side. I recommend doing the same to everyone. Never test on the live side. You always want to make sure to test first on the staging side, whether it's your test side or something that is not live in order not to disrupt the work of your store. So they request a staging side. And from that point on, they go through the release testing instructions uh, that we also have available on uh, on our GitHub repository in wiki uh, in wiki section, you can find release testing instructions there that we now publish uh, for every release for everyone out there to test. So our internal teams are also following the same testing instructions that we release to public to follow. So it's you know helpful and easier for everyone to know what to test where there is just you know just test something. It could be quite overwhelming. So they follow these uh, testing instructions and uh, they report back on findings. And it's a really great way for us um, to test WooCommerce on different environments because these sites are usually hosted on different platforms, run different set of plugins and different set of themes and so forth. It gives us a really, really great chance to see what's out there and how our upgrade will perform on different on different sites and uh, as a reward uh, for participating in a program we provide a $200 coupon code that can be used uh, on woocommerce.com towards any purchase or any extension that you want to buy or theme uh, in our marketplace uh, it has no expiration date and we're always looking for you know, people, users who want to participate in this program. So if you're interested for the next one, keep an eye on those channels that I mentioned earlier um, and, you know, express your interest through the sign-up form uh, once it's available.
And is that something that you'll continue to do beyond 4.0, you know, 4.1, 4.2 for the major releases? Definitely. This program actually existed exists since 2017, but I would say since about six months ago, we improved it a little bit and we are more uh, intentional about this testing and we are more... We target certain sites that have certain features already enabled. So, for example, in 3.9, we had uh, our focus was on um, WooCommerce uh, product blocks, right? So we were looking for sites uh, that already utilize WooCommerce product blocks. So for this particular uh, testing, WooCommerce 4.0, we utilize sites uh, or we target sites and we prefer to test on sites that have or have been using WooCommerce admin plugin because now it's a part of core. And so we want to see, you know, how it acts and what happens once you upgrade to core and whether the old plugins gets deactivated and so forth, things like that. Um, So, yes, we're more intentional about this and uh, we are doing more, we are testing more sites than before. And yes, we plan to continue that uh, moving forward. So there, as far as I know, no plans for us to stop doing that yet. Excellent. Yeah, I'm kind of just blown away by how much testing goes on. And I know we have some mm-hmm. other things you wanted to touch on and might have you just uh, synopsize those a bit because I have a feeling we could talk for a long time on this. So uh, if you want to touch on those and maybe pull out one and talk about it a little bit more, I'll kind of let you run with that. Sure, sounds good. Uh, so I understand that because we're shorter, we're short on time. I should already summarize, but yes, uh, as Bob mentioned, I, there is several other testing practices that we have in place. Uh, I'd like to mention one, uh, and talk a little bit more in details about one and I'll just, you know, kind of list the rest. Uh, something that, uh, we call, we call hosting and third party themes testing, uh, by randomly selected automaticians. Uh, a very long name, <laughs> but basically what it is, is in short, is um, we created uh, test sites that are hosted on different platforms. Right now, GoDaddy, Bluehost, WP Engine, Dreamhost, Liquid Web, and Pressable. And these test sites have different sets of plugins and themes installed on it. You know, some popular themes uh, that we know that our customers use. And so we have these testing sites sort of ready to go. They're not real sites, right? They're testing sites. And so we also have a script that pulls random random automaticians for us uh, for, for testing. And we ask this group of people to test on these ready-to-go test sites. And the reason why we do that is because this group of of, of randomly selected testers can consist of all kinds of roles, right? It could be developers, could be designers, somebody from the marketing team. Um, so we want to make it easier for them, which is why we prepared this test site so they don't have to think about creating one, but instead they can just jump into testing right away, following the same release testing instructions that I mentioned before. And uh, it gives us a really, really great um like another way of coverage of testing, I would say, because we're not only looking for bugs per se, right? We're also looking for improvements and flows and usability of WooCommerce. So this group of people provides a really great insight to us because they're often, you know, people who never, who don't use WooCommerce daily. They're not always from WooCommerce division. So it's just another type of testing that we also do 
uh, before the release. And so some of the other things that I wanted to mention that looks like we don't have uh, enough of time to talk about in details, but I will also mention that we do testing on WooCommerce.com, obviously, before uh, the release. We actually uh, install a release candidate version of WooCommerce on the staging site of WooCommerce.com. And there is an entire team that works on that website. They're responsible for building and maintaining it. And they're the ones who do the testing. So it also gives us a good idea of how upgrade performs on a larger site out there that has, you know, thousands of transactions every day, like we have on WooCommerce.com. We also have, we also test uh, WooCommerce REST API, an important part of our testing. It's done through, it's done on the WooCommerce mobile app side of things because they utilize uh, WooCommerce REST API. And there is another quality engineer that works on the team currently building test suite to test API to make sure that, you know, whatever changes we make to the API, sometimes we include them in the releases as well. So nothing is broken, you know, for the app or for any other um, for any other software or plugin that, use, that utilizes REST API as well, or mobile apps and so forth. And finally, something that's important is that we also test upgrades. We test upgrades from... Um, previous versions that are known to us or that we know that users are still using and that we still support. So, for example, we test upgrades from 3.4 to 4.0 right now, from 3.5 to 4.0. We also test upgrades uh, with WordPress 5.4, which is currently in beta. I believe it's beta 3. So we do all these kinds of testing from, you know, all different kinds of angles to make sure that when the release day comes, Everybody just click the button, can just click the button. And, you know, like in a mobile app, everything is, you know, going well and everybody's happy. All right. Well, wow. Brad, do you have anything to add to that? It's, it, you know, I think it's like I said, it's a great topic. It's one that, you know, on the technical side, a lot of us understand. But I think on like the, the end user, even the store admin side, um, I think it is still um, there's still some education to be had. So I really, I think it's an important topic to, topic to talk about and, and one that, you know, anyone that's working with WooCommerce can help, um, even if you're not directly helping with the testing or, or building the unit test or automated testing, whatever, but just to help, you know, um, share that information of, of what goes on behind the scenes and make sure that when you click that update button, you know, things are going to work. Um, and that's what gives people the, the comfort level that WooCommerce is, a solid platform and that, that they should continue to use. So um, really fascinating episode learned a lot. Um, so I really appreciate it. Um, this is, this has been a lot of fun and I'm sure we could keep going for another hour or two, but uh, I don't know if Bob will make it. So, uh, but I, I definitely, uh, I definitely appreciate everything, Julie. That was great. Sure. I, I, yes, I definitely can talk about this for a very long time. And uh, yeah, it's a very, it's a topic that I'm passionate about, not only because I, not only because I, I work as a software quality engineer, but it's just something that in general, I like when things are in order, when things are working. So it's, a, I guess, part of my personality that make me fit for this job, I guess I would say. It's perfect. Well, I think we have just a, a I, I just have a couple announcements before I, I make mine. I just want to have um, Julia reiterate something through the announcement, which is basically ties in to what the heck we've been talking about. 
Sure, guess what? As I mentioned, WooCommerce 4.0 is coming next week. March 10th is on the calendar. It's right around the corner. We encourage and ask everyone to give, you know, one final round of testing, whether you're a merchant or plugin or theme developer. Uh, we have testing instructions available in WooCommerce repository in the wiki section. You can find it there called Release Testing Instructions. And also, if you want to know more details, uh, you know, what's included in WooCommerce 4.0, you can look it up on our uh, developers blog, which is located at WooCommerce.wordpress.com. All the recent posts are pretty much dedicated to upcoming release. And thanks so much for testing, of course. Cool. Uh, and I just have a couple things, uh, just real quick. Uh, you will be watching for Profiles in Woo. This is a new piece that's coming to bobwp.com. The reason I'm doing this is I can only have one person on a week for the podcast, but I think there's a lot of people in WooCommerce space. It'd be great to know a little bit more about them. So I'll be doing some post-type interviews on my site. And also that will give some people a chance to uh, let you know about them without being intimidated by coming on a podcast. So I'm going to make that an option. And then something that's totally not to do with this podcast but if you have listened to my WP e-commerce show that has been going on for four years and started out actually as Do The Woo, it ends officially, well, it ended Tuesday. It was the last show. It was like a three-minute explanation of why I'm ending it. And really, it's simply, it's time to end it. So, you know, it's it's like a TV show. Hey, it's over with. It was good. Lots of good stuff. So, so I'm going to be focusing more on this podcast. And um, yeah, that's it. I, What do you think, Brad? Yeah, that sounds good, Bob. Um, I mean, I, I this is my favorite podcast, so I yeah, think that yeah. sounds like a good plan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, let's go ahead and wrap it up. I definitely uh, appreciate Julia being here. Awesome topic. Um, you know, across the board, a lot of great information. I want to thank our sponsors once again, fooevents.com. Go check them out. You can sell tickets. Manage your tickets like a pro. No ticket fees. Uh, really, really awesome implementation there. As well as uh, WP SiteSync, which I was actually, uh, fun fact, I was hanging out with Mark um, from SiteSync and ServerPress um, in WordCamp Miami. So I had a good uh, good time to catch up with him. But check out WP SiteSync, an easy way to kind of sync your, your posts and pages and WordPress in just a couple simple steps. As well as WooCommerce.com, which I think you already know what they do. WooCommerce. So definitely appreciate your sponsors. Bob, anything I missed? Nope. I think that's it. Uh, maybe let's go ahead and uh, where can people connect with you, Julia? Anywhere in particular? Sure, sure. I, I You can find me on the WooCommerce community Slack. Uh, my handle there is uh, Julia Amosova. I believe you'll be able to, you know, find the spelling on Bob's uh, podcast description. So Slack is a great way. And uh, LinkedIn, I also uh, watch over LinkedIn messages from time to time. And there you can also find me just by my first and my last name. And I just wanted to thank you, Bob and Brett. It was a really great podcast. I really enjoyed, you know, talking here and sharing about how we test WooCommerce and what's coming in WooCommerce. Uh, thanks so much for having me and best of luck with this show it's amazing alrighty Brad well call it a day Brad yeah this is great thanks everyone for listening until next time I'm Brad he's Bob we're doing the woo <laughs>